Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 204. Today is Tuesday, March 28, 2023. Very exciting episode. Great times to be had every single time this guest is on this show. Also, anytime you guys donate to elijahfire.com slash donate, uh, all proceeds go towards keeping this float at five days a week. Uh, but we take a, a section of every single donation or a portion of every single donation and we funnel it into our water well effort. So I'm going to play a quick video showing what your donations have done. And then we're going to get going. This is amazing. Can't imagine how people are happy because of your love and your generosity to provide the clean water. People are dancing. People are happy. Elijah streets. This is a great blessing. These people have not had clean water over, over, over this whole place. But through your generosity, see the joy, see the dancing. I am commissioning this poor hall on behalf of Elijah streams. See the impact, see the, how people are happy, see how people are celebrating. Oh my, God bless you. And this village. It's a big village with a big population. I pray that as the Lord continues to provide, they will have another power hall because the population is very, very big. But you see the joy. Oh my. God bless you and bless you indeed. Uh, I think I said this last week, but fun fact that very village was recommended by an Elijah Streams viewer. So very very cool uh, to see the community coming together and uh, transforming these communities uh, as a result of you guys believing in elijah fire elijah streams all of that 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 money is also going towards helping these people and transforming these communities so god bless you guys all right uh today's guest for those who don't know she is a prophetic voice she's an author of two books if if it's not two jen you can tell me when you come on <laughs> she thumbs up we got it two books uh and then she's also the founder of contagious love international let's give it up for my guest today jennifer martin hey two thumbs up yeah I you got, got it. it oh yeah i try to stay on top of that stuff every now and then you know you get a lot of guests uh, you know yeah. things get they they get all mixed up in here. So, well, you're about um, to get messed with because I'm working on my third. So. Uh, that's right. I did know that. I think that's where I got thrown off. Cause I was like, <sighs> numbers about to change. It's almost ready. Hopefully in the next couple months, but we'll see. Nice. Great. It, do you, yeah. are you, are you talking about it yet? What it's about a little bit. It's about women coming forward Okay, nice. and what they're meant to carry for this next uh, wave of harvest. And them stepping into their position, but what God gave me to present to the women, I think is going to be life-changing and just revolutionary for their understanding of who they are. So nice. I got the download last year and I've been unveiling it, unfolding it, and I'm near the end. So we're cool. almost there. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I'm sure, you know, I talked to a lot of different people on here that write books and it's like, it's almost like birthing a child, like the, the process of it just it's a uh, very labor intensive, but it yeah. always feels good once it's done and it's out there and it's doing yes. its thing. Yeah. All of my books have been like prophetic timeline 
get it out now because it's the word of the Lord books. Mm -hmm. Like my first book about the dark horses, the hidden ones coming out on the scene was prophetic for being released in 2020, literally released on Pentecost and which was also my birth date. And the wave that we've seen coming of the people stepping out in ministry, stepping out with the fire of God, the Absolutely. the young people, I mean, it doesn't matter who they are. They're all like the dark horses are here and they are running fast. And that mm-hmm. was the dream I had. And we've talked about it on here multiple times, mm-hmm. but I knew it, it was important when I watched what was happening in the earth. And then two years later, my youth book comes out about revival with the youth. And we're going to talk about some of that here today, but we're actually going to talk about fresh things we haven't talked about about the youth before even though i've been on here mm-hmm. about the youth we're now diving into some deep prophecy about the number 222 and the youth and uh my second book being released was a timestamp of that prophetic word and i didn't realize it until this year we're going to get into that <laughs> okay why it's so important well i can't <laughs> wait to hear so let's just jump with this trumpet and you can start wherever you want in the notes what what is the best Please. place to start just go for it Thank you. First of all, I am honored to be here. I love you guys. I love Elijah Fire. I love mm-hmm. Elijah's dream. So thank you guys. We love for you. And we love Monday me. as well. Yes. yes. And letting us just pour into the heart of your people. So yeah. thank you guys so much. Well, people love it. So yes. Yeah. So here we are. We have stepped into a youth revival. I believe many of you guys would agree that Absolutely. we saw a wave transform college campuses, Christian campuses, all kinds of campuses, even secular schools I'm hearing like high Mm. schools and are having these uh, outpourings of the Holy Spirit. Um, What revival looks like to one might be different than another. One could be, oh, they're awakening to actually pray more. You know, all this stuff is happening with worship and prayer and um, it's powerful to see the way the hunger is exploding. So mm-hmm. we are in a youth wave. We are in this uh, youth revival. And with Asbury, what's interesting is I'm kind of going to start in the present and work my way backwards a little bit to okay. why the book is so important. Yeah. With Asbury, um, it was 2-22-2023 this year that the um, director, the head of Asbury said, we're going to have our final public service on campus on 222, but it would continue from there, you know, however they wanted to carry it, whether it was homes or meeting in different event centers, you know, they, the the students don't want to stop. They were going to keep going. So here's what's powerful that they could not have known this. Now, I don't know if Asbury follows Bob Jones prophecies, you know, or the significance of 222 and these other things. I don't think they did. Maybe they do. But yeah. the fact that on 2-22, February 22nd, they said, okay, this is going to be our last public service. Why does that matter? Well, let's back up. My <laughs> book was released on 2-22, 2022. So I felt that the Lord was time stamping not only the prophetic word that I released in my book, but the prophetic word going back before that, that Bob Jones released. Now, there's a lot of unpacking on this, so you guys are going to have to try to follow. And I don't want to go too fast, but I don't want to go too slow because there's a lot of information that ties this all together and why I believe we are in the billion soul youth prophecy, not just saying, okay, guys, we think we're there. Here's the word that was prophesied. Here's some things that happened to confirm that prophecy, but the fact that we're not only in it, 
but we're already, I believe, are three years in. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Um, so first of all, a few years ago, back before I wrote the youth book, God started highlighting the number 222. This was the year 2019. And so it's not like I was in 2022 or I was in 2020 and it just made sense to, you know, tag 222 on and start prophesying about 222. So it was 2019. It didn't make any sense. Why am I seeing 222? Did any of you guys, you've seen like 222 number maybe over the past few years, I've been hearing people and people commenting saying, I hear 222. I see it all the time. Okay. I had no idea why I was seeing 222. It kept coming up. It kept coming up in my spirit. I said, Lord, what is this? And so I had dinner with my husband and James Gall one evening. And here's where the Lord starts unfolding the mystery that he wanted to explain to me about 222. So we sit down and all of a sudden he starts telling me about the story of the Kansas City prophets. And I want to highlight the most interesting part, which is going to bring this into an understanding of prophetic timeline being and promises being fulfilled. The Kansas City prophets were Bob Jones, John Paul Jackson, Paul Kane, and James Gall were the four main apostolic prophetic people that were the head. Now, James Gall begins to tell me that each one of the Bob Jones, um, Paul Kane, and uh, John Paul Jackson were all uh, lowered into the ground after passing away, lowered into the ground on the day to 22. Mm. So on February 22nd, all three Kansas City prophets who have already gone on to be with the Lord were buried on 222, not passed away. This was all confirmed by James Gall talking to the families himself. So he confirmed it and he knows that it's true. He spoke with them and James Gall has a whole message about this. He gave me permission to talk about it. So it's okay. And I told him that I was talking about it and he is so gung-ho about uh, me getting this word out there too, along with him. So uh, give credit to where credit is due. And mm -hmm. James Gall shared this with me and I asked him, could I share this? And so what does this mean? Why is God allowing this sign of Kansas City prophets in the 222 timeline? Okay. So, okay, let's stick that in our back pocket. All we know at this point is there's something about 222. We don't really mm -hmm. know what it is, right? Mm -hmm. Remember I was hearing 222 and I said, right. well, what is it? James mm -hmm. Gall ends up downloading this to me. And he starts talking about the fulfillment of their prophecies coming forward for such a time as this. So what each one of them carried, there was a timestamp that's happening now. Um, Bob Jones carried the billion soul youth prophecy. Uh, Paul Kane uh, carried the stadium prophecies. And then you have John Paul Jackson, which prophesied he's known for prophesying the perfect storm that would come and cause a shaking in the church. Hmm. Well, if we put all of these together, I think we can see now that we are definitely in a youth movement. We've definitely seen stadium Christianity with the call, the send and multiple other events filling up stadiums and thousands of people gathering to worship Jesus all over the world. And then we see uh, the perfect storm that hit in 2020. Definitely a perfect storm that shook the church. and Definitely. Amen. <laughs> so and you can ask any questions, Jeff as I'm going, that would help, you know? Yeah. Well, the, um, yeah. So the, uh, you did hit on this, but 
James Gall is the only one who is still living on this earth. Yes. Um, just in case people didn't get what right. Jen was saying. Um, Which gives him the right to carry this word and right. prophesy it. And the Lord started highlighting this to him about the 222. Well, when he released that word and when he started talking about it, we had not yet hit 2020. And so in 2020, on February 2nd, 2020, the Kansas City Chiefs won for the first time in 50 years their, uh, the Super Bowl. Why is this important? Bob Jones prophesied that when the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, the beginning of the Billion Soul Youth Harvest had come. So the church was all excited. Yay, the Super Bowl. This is 2-2-2020. Literally, what, a month before COVID hits? Mm -hmm. And everybody's <laughs> so excited. Here we are. We're hitting revival. A month later, crash. Everything is shut down. <laughs> Mm -hmm. darkness covers America <laughs> and the revival that we thought was coming didn't come like the way that we thought, but it was definitely here and it had definitely come. It just didn't come in the way in the package that we thought it was coming, but friends, which is pretty common, you know, when you're looking yeah. at the move of God. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. So the other highlight about the Super Bowl is the Kansas city chiefs coach the win, the Super Bowl win was his 222nd career win. Wow. That's man. two, two, two. Mm -hmm. And this was on two, two, 2020. So we've got all these twos. Okay. So hello, right? It's obviously that the Lord is pointing to something. Kansas City Chiefs, 22020, Coach 222, and the Kansas City Prophets all buried on 222. Yeah, that's beyond coincidence. So where do we wake up? What do we do? What do we do with this? What do we see? Well, the Lord is pointing and highlighting to that number because he's saying now is the time for this prophecy to come forth. Just like Bob Jones said, it all ties together. So if we say that 2020 was the beginning of the Billion Soul Youth Harvest, yet we didn't really see a lot of youth revival at that time that we're seeing now. Mm -hmm. Bob Jones said something else that was very important in his prophetic word when he talked about the billion soul youth. He said the very beginning of it would be the harvest of harvesters. So he said there would be a few okay. years, that's three years, friends, that there would be a harvest of harvesters. And whether that's two or three years, or I don't know if he said three years, he said that the first part would be years of the harvest of the harvesters. But here's why I think it has been timestamped now, because with the youth revival happening with Asbury and across all the campuses and them highlighting the date to 22 of 2023, like we talked about, mm -hmm. I feel that that is a timestamp of the Lord that and now the harvest of harvesters has come forth and the next years include up to the next decade. Bob Jones said, after the first initial harvest happened, the harvest of the harvesters, then the harvesters would go out and get the billion soul youth harvest. Who better to harvest youth than youth? Right? So mm -hmm. I believe the timestamp of the first window, the first harvest has happened and that the Lord is saying, and now from 2023 out, there is going to be a youth 
revival like we've never seen. And these young yeah. people that have gotten on fire at these youth revivals, the college kids, all of the people that have been touched through that revival, these are the ones God's harvesting right now to become the harvesters. And we're about to see the influx of souls to the Amen. kingdom. Amen. Well, and what's cool yeah. about that too is kind of going beyond um, Bob Jones and into Paul Kane's prophecy about the stadium is that um, I was just thinking about this as you were talking that in California, Mondo Matthews is putting together a big state multi-stadium events. And there's really a big flood of youth flooding to these that are going to be flooding to these stadiums. It's obviously for everybody, but there's a big um, flood of youth. And, um, you know, I've highlighted the guys and uh, California will be saved. We're all part of the Gen Z generation, young guys um, that are passionate for Jesus um, in California, really spearheading that. So I don't know how long these things, it does seem like when something like this happens, you've got things that mark certain things, but then those things right. still continue, even though more things start to pop up. That makes sense. So like, you know, if it's like, okay, well the harvesting, the harvesters, you know, okay, what we're we may still see that happening while stadium events happen and stadium events happen. And then this thing and this thing happened, but those other things that that started the movement may still be happening as these things progress. But I mean, the thing that I really want to get, really want people to grab a hold of as Jen is talking about this is um, this is how you grab a hold of a prophetic word. Obviously there's a faith element to it, but it's not. And I talk about this a lot on the show because I know we have some people that watch this show that aren't, they don't hang out around prophetic types. They don't, really listen to a whole lot of prophecies. The, the time, the only time they do hear prophecies prophecies are when we talk about them on this show, which is really cool. Um, you know, like it, it just shows that God is, there's a curiosity towards mm -hmm. deeper things that it's not that there's more like that God is speaking today. Um, and yeah. so this is a prophecy. Do you know when Bob Jones gave this prophecy about the billion soul harvest? Do you remember? Oh, I don't know the exact. It's been a while. That. Yeah. It's been a while. It might so be been, in my book. But it's not but like it's it was research just, on it. Yeah, it's not like it was just two years ago, three years ago. I mean, people have well, been holding it had on. to be before the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl 50 right. years before. Yeah. So if we do the math, that would put it around 1974, maybe. Yeah. I think it might have been 70, somewhere around there. Yeah. But yeah. So so it was definitely 50 years ago. Right. So mm -hmm. this is and we see this whole slow burn aspect of prophecy. Obviously you can get a prophetic word about something that's very now. Right. Mm -hmm. But then you can get prophecies and we see this echoed in the Bible as well that take a long time to get fulfilled. Certain right. things need to fall into place and certain people need to be born, you know? Um, and so um, I think that I really want to kind of just revisit that kind of this whole thing I'm talking about to really get people to grab a hold of this. Cause it's like, it's not like you're making this out to be something. It's not, there've been a lot of eyes on this prophecy for a long right. time. And there right. are a lot of people who are echoing what you're saying, Jen. So, right. Um, and the youth dreams, I started, the reason that I wrote the youth book is not just because I knew about the Bob Jones prophecy and things like that, yeah. but I wrote a book about the dark horse youth. Mm -hmm. Now, dark horse youth means hidden ones, you know, ones unexpected, 
that you didn't expect to come out onto the scene and they're yeah. going to emerge and they're going to cause great impact. And that's, mm -hmm. but my book is compiled with dreams I had from 2017, 2018, mm -hmm. 2019, all about the youth. Yeah. And that's before the 2020 confirmation with the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. That's before everyone said Bob Jones prophecy is here. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. So I wanted to just mention that to confirm to you guys that, um, you know, the Lord always backs up his word through multiple mouths, not just one. And I couldn't have known that that prophecy would be fulfilled in 2020. So even though my book was released in 2022, what is inside of it happened before 2020 and had dreams about youth revivals and a youth movement. And um, I want to just mention a few of those dreams, too, uh, about what I saw. And it's very, very serious. Some of these dreams shook me to the core because I said, Lord, what are you saying? This was in 2018, 2019. I'm dreaming about all these young people. So one of them that was highlighted to me was I was inside of a place and this it was full of kids, full of youth, um, young and teenagers. Um, and there was a flood coming into this building. And I knew that that they were going to drown. I was going to drown. We were all going to drown. It was mm. over and something had to be done. And I said, I've got to rescue. We've got to rescue the children. We've got to save the children. I remember mm. screaming, save the children in this dream. And right after I came out of that, it's like I went into another dream and the same scene plays, but this time it's with fire and not floods. And now the entire building is burning and there's children everywhere. And I'm screaming, save the children, save the children. Once again, this was in 2019. So I woke up from that dream. And I said, Lord, okay, save the children. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for the youth. And I started to do live streams about young people and things like this, because it wasn't just this dream. It was multiple dreams I had. I started having dreams about revival pouring out at IHOP. Um, with a youth revival at IHOP. I started dreaming about youth movements in schools. I started dreaming about colleges uh, becoming hungry and bleachers filled around football fields and kids crying out to the Lord and worship happening. And once again, this was 2017, 2018, 2019, there was an influx of youth dreams and I hadn't had those. So I knew that yeah. something was being highlighted and that I needed to pay attention. Yeah. And I didn't quite know what to do with it, except release it as a prophecy, release it as a prophetic word and get the church to pray for the young people. And I remember saying, I don't know. I don't understand what's happening. All I know is God is trying to highlight the young people and we must start praying. Mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So it was, so for you just again, cause I want people to understand this um, for you. Was it when you got those, was it the frequency of the youth dreams or was it a combination of the frequency of them and also a knowing from the Holy Spirit of like, pay attention? What was that process like? Absolutely. I think the frequency made me pay attention more. Sure. I think if it had been yeah. a one dream, like one and done type thing, I would have just prayed and said, okay, the Lord's showing me something. Yeah. But when it's, I call it the bombardment of heaven <laughs> it, until yeah. you really get it. Like yeah. he's bombarding you. Mm -hmm. He's provoking you. He's trying to wake you up. He is speaking. And I said, okay, Lord, okay. I'm paying attention. And he told me um, 
in 2021 that he wanted me to write the book about the youth. And it's interesting that he highlighted all of that before 2022 hit, before all this stuff with uh, the revival and the youth. And he had me releasing that word a year before this revival would take place because he knows his timing. And it didn't make sense, but I heard him say, you need to hurry up and write the youth book. You need to compile the dreams. You need to get out the word. He said, the time is short. The window is closing. And I knew, and I could feel it. And I said, okay, I don't understand this, but I know what I feel in the spirit. When you feel those moments in time, you feel those windows in time, you feel the, the, the window open and you know, you have to, you have to step out and do it. And just follow it, guys. Just follow it. Follow the the leading of the Holy Spirit when you feel those moments and you're like, I, I don't know why, but I feel like I need to do this, you know, and there's it's because you're being led by the Spirit and there's a timing on it. And so I had these dreams about harvesting, like harvesting the young people. I had these dreams and my dad had dreams. My father, Rick Vincent, who is the head intercessor of our ministry and pastored for a very long time. He had um, multiple dreams about the young people and how our generation is to protect them and watch over them as they grow. So when I look at some of these dreams and without going into the details of the dreams in, in, in this dream specifically, my dad was driving around a field that had been planted and began to grow. And there were some connections in the dream that pointed to this is the youth that have been planted in the spirit that are growing in the spirit. And it was huge. It was a huge field. And my dad in the dream said, I have to watch over the harvest. I have to oversee it. I have to make sure everything is growing right. I have to make sure it's in place. And we released that word together to our generation and the older generation of intercessors that now is not the time to back up. We need to keep interceding and praying and watching over this harvest that's happening because the enemy would love nothing more than to divert it or to abort something in its early stages when it needs to come to full fruition. So now is the time, guys. I'm charging you right now. We are charging you right now to keep praying and interceding for the young people because we are in a wave of harvest like we've never seen. Yeah. It literally is here. It has happened. God has time-stamped it. The numbers are there. The dreams are there. The timing of the prophetic words have come forth. It is sealed, signed, sealed, delivered. And it's time to go and do this. Amen. So, yes. Let your faith arise. Yeah. Do this. And so for those who have not noticed, she received these dreams before because there is uh, there's an overt uh, effort to pull children down right, right now. Satan is targeting children right now. And it's obvious. I mean, to it, it's like blatantly obvious now. Right. So all of these dreams and prophetic words that you were getting were circa 2017, 2018, 2019, which was before all of this stuff was very overtly like this. I would say it was a, this is a post COVID thing where it's become very obvious. So post 2020 is where these efforts became very in like for better term mainstream, you know, uh, of, right. of really targeting children. Now there was even a hashtag save the children. Right. And I was screaming that in my dream a year before save yeah. the children. And I remember when I started seeing the hashtag, I said, Oh my goodness, the Lord was really trying to get my attention before all of this happened yeah. so that the prophecies would be there, that we would know God is fighting this battle and he wants us to fight with him. He wants right. us to agree with heaven in prayer and see the decrees of the Lord come forth. Come on. And yeah. look, look what happened with Roe v. Wade. I mean, mm -hmm. prayer works. 
we're yeah. seeing progress. We're seeing victory. Absolutely. Come on. And also another important detail is you felt an urgency to even release that, that book, the dark right. horse youth, right? right? So often we can find ourselves, if we're not careful, we can find ourselves in this position of, nope, God, you got to tell me X, Y, and Z before I do it, which is not faith. You moved into obedience, feeling the urgency. You didn't need to understand fully. And honestly, it's a lot more, it's a lot cooler when you're, when you yield to the spirit and you go for it, knowing you're like, I don't need to know that the why I just know I'm supposed to do it. And then you see it play out because then it's like you stepped out in faith. And that actually has a ripple effect amongst other people who are following you um, and encourages them to do the same. So that's a word for someone else out there. Who's got a word and maybe you've been sitting on it and you're like, I just need maybe you've been feeling a little like uh, mousy about giving it because you're like, I need further information, but God is actually, you've received everything you need and you need to step out in faith. So, um, right. yeah, yeah, Amen. absolutely. All right. So obviously that wasn't the end. Oh, we have the dates, by the way, the rough dates. 1975 is when Bob Jones got the prophecy. 1983 yes. is when he got further direction on it. So it was a multi-year thing, but that's a long time. Yes. That's a that's a long time. I remember 1983. I almost said it, but then I was like, no, I don't know for sure. So yeah, so 1975 and then 1983 again was okay. Further, got it. Thank you for fact checking. Yes, great. Yes, the Very illumination. Important. Big shout out to illumination. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Go Nash. Amen. Yeah. The following through on something is so important. And I want to back you up, Jeff, on that. We can miss so many windows of opportunities because we just were like, well, I need to make sure I want it to be me. I'm not really yeah. sure. And just it was a little too crazy. I, I didn't go. It is. I it's a little it. too yeah. crazy. But I mean, if we read the Bible, we know our God is wild and yes, he, is. he might do some wild things today. And that's all right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, prayer, it's never wrong to pray. And if you're feeling something from the Lord, even called to pray for the children, maybe you got the same warning during 2019, 2020 about save the children, pray for the children. So you're, you're part of the harvest. You're part of what's happening now. If you prayed in secret place and God called you to prayer, hey, that is important. The Lord calls us in the spirit to pray and speak and decree. And it, it's not that it has to be a forefront movement. It can be a hidden movement. That's what the dark horses are. They're, they're hidden they're in the darkness where nobody can see. They're hidden in the dark. They might be hidden in their dark prayer closets, but that is what it is. It's the world doesn't see you. They don't know you, but heaven does. Mm -hmm. And it's so important for us all to just say yes to the Lord and go with what we feel in our spirit, because we have no idea the impact that we're making yeah. in the spirit realm. And uh, one of the dreams that the Lord gave me before 2020, and he said, in the dream, he said, it's very important that the generations join together to see the complete harvest come forward. And I think this is where we're starting to step into this too now, not just praying for the young people, not just praying for this youth revival, not just doing that, but there is an actual activation marching forward, an army of the Lord in the spirit where we're joining with them and we're going to actually help catapult them into the things of the spirit and walk alongside them because they need the wisdom of the older generation. They need the leadership. They need the shepherding of those that have gone before them. And so the Lord's going to call 
all of us together to walk together, to see the fullness of the spirit. And in the same dream, the Lord said, every generation has an anointing. And when I heard the Holy Spirit say that, I knew it to be interpreted as every generation has a specific anointing for a specific purpose. And when we understand that, we don't have to fight and be jealous over, well, the youth are going to harvest all the souls that we've been praying for to harvest for decades. But here's the thing. Maybe the anointing on my generation was plowing in prayer, preparing the way, right? It's a John the Baptist anointing before the coming of the Lord, before mm -hmm. the coming of a great harvest, there is a preparing the way of the harvest. It's plowing the field and planting the seeds. And that's very important. And the generation before that, also the prayers and the running and the establishment of the foundational structure of the church walking together. There's been an apostolic move in the generation before me. There was a very very highlighted apostolic coming together, building the church, the structure of the church, allowing the gifts of the spirit to come in and move. And there was a restoration of the glory of God moving in, in the temple. And when our generation came along, Jeff, there was such a working alongside that. And because it was built correctly, we could then plow this, the fields. We could mm -hmm. plow and we could plant because they had established so much structure. Mm -hmm. And there needs to be an honor for that. I honor the older generation because I see what they've done. And then I honor our generation. I see what we did to prepare the way. And then I honor the youth because they're coming forward now and being able to grow because we have structured it, planted it, watered it. We've created this right blueprint so that they can actually flourish and thrive and, and yeah. come up with things of the Lord. So if you put these three generations together, you see a full house of the Holy Ghost. You see mm -hmm. a full house, a temple of the Holy Spirit. Nothing's going to tear it down. Nothing's going to stop it because we're going to grab each other's hands and we're going to make each other strong. Yeah. But this is very important in that dream. I heard the Lord say the generations have to join. They have to run together and they That's have the to move in their specific anointing mm -hmm. and not go outside of that. So, you know, we could all jump on the harvest and say, yeah, I'm going to go, you know, do a youth revival now. But what has God called you to do? You know, and you stay in your lane of what he's called you to do. And if that's plowing and planting, you keep going. If it's harvesting, then you keep harvesting. But don't change your lane just because there are other things happening. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like you've been called to a specific purpose. So I just want to encourage people like it's not that you've missed it or you're on the wrong train or you're doing the wrong thing. You are doing exactly what you were positioned to do. Right. And you're running in that because it has to do with the function of the body. It has to keep going. The wheels have to keep. Yeah. yeah. And I think it would also, I think it's also important to point out too, is what you're saying is not whatever your anointing is, that's exclusive what you're going to do. Because I, I get the image of this. If you see someone drowning, what are you going to do? You're going to go, you're going to go save them. Especially if you have the means yeah. to save them, you're going to go Absolutely. save them. Right. So yeah. some people, I, I would imagine there might be a, a person or a couple of people out there that hear what you're saying and go, Oh, I'm not going to be able to lead anybody to the Lord. I'm like, that's <laughs> no. not what you're saying. No. Yeah. Not what I'm saying at all, because yeah. there is also a blending. Yeah. This is hard to explain. Yeah. There's a blending of the generations too, where when they walk together, they all part, they all partake of it together. They partake of the fruit together. They partake, they can partake of the harvest together. 
Um, so it may not be specifically that moment that you say you are praying for someone, you know, to be saved. And then a young person comes along, prophesies to them, and then they want to get saved. But you partook of the harvest because you were, you did it together. So, but that doesn't mean that you won't also do that. So there is a, uh, it's hard to explain it except like a watercolor picture is the best visual I can give to the way the Holy Spirit moves. He like pours out these watercolor paints and how they all blend and the colors go together. I've said this a lot because of the visual that it gives those colors mingle together. And so it's not a, a black and white. It's not a hard stop. It's not a, there's not a fine line. It's a, it's a joining together. Mm -hmm. And so there can be a joining of the anointing. For example, I'm moving in deliverance now and I didn't move in deliverance my whole life, yeah, but all of a right. sudden the Lord's like, you're going to move in deliverance now. Well, it's just, what does the Lord put in your hands? And in that moment, and it can change, like Jeff is saying, it can change and it can grow and it can encompass more things. Um, but you, whatever you do, don't pull back from what you're sensing and feeling in the spirit. Yeah. Just go with what's in your spirit. And there doesn't have to be an understanding to the things of the spirit. It can just be uh, you're sensing it. You're discerning. And you're moving in that and it might not make any sense and it might even go against what you thought. And it's beautiful. That's why it's, it's faith, uh, faith, not by sight, you know? Amen. Yeah. I see some of my people on here in the chat. Oh, what's up? Jen's Renee. People. We're going to be with Renee in Minnesota this weekend doing a deliverance school. Awesome. Yeah. And Christy Wells, she's from Illinois. She's, I see a lot of the people I know on here. Hey guys, I just want to stop and say hi. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Awesome. So there's a powerful thing happening right now. It's here. It's been time stamped. We are in it guys. We are in it a hundred percent. We are yeah. in the billion soul youth prophecy. A hundred percent. Amen. Absolutely. Okay. Oh. So let's talk about the chiefs winning again this year. Yes. Okay. So when the Chiefs won again in 2023, immediately when it happened, I said, okay, the Lord is time stamping that first part of Bob's word where he said there would be a harvest of harvesters first. He said it would be the first harvest in the billion soul youth harvest. And we just talked about that. So with them winning in 2020 on 2 2020 and them winning again in 2023, I felt like that the Lord said, and I am time stamping the initial harvest, the harvest of harvesters. It has happened. And now we're on the other side of that. And they have been commissioned by the Holy Spirit to harvest this next great harvest, which is the billion soul youth harvest. Mm. They're going to reach their generation, but they're going to have our help. We're going to be there plowing and praying and walking alongside them and shepherding and discipling and all the things. We're not left out. They're just motivated to harvest. It's not that they are the complete picture of bringing the, those people into the fullness of the Lord. They're going to need the older generations for the discipleship and walking in the things of the spirit. That's why we've been trained. That's why we've been in the glory. That's why we've been learning prophecy. That's why God has deliverance on us. Think about the way God has, has developed all of this perfectly over time so that when the youth come in, we are ready. We mm -hmm. can disciple them. We can lead them. We can pray for them. We can cast the demons out because the Lord's had us in deliverance, you know, for the past couple of years. Yeah. So 
it's perfect and he knows yeah. it and he's perfected it like he always has and so guys now's the time we always say now is the time but guys now is the time i mean it's time to jump in and let the holy spirit use you on what is needed yeah um there's a good scripture jeff on the holy spirit gives to every person according to how he wills them to use the gifts. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. So we think we have one gift and it's possible that we might have one gift that you're highlighted in, but that scripture tells us that according to the will of the Holy Spirit, he can give how he wants Mm -hmm. and the measure of how he wants. So he might pour on you out of nowhere and all of a sudden you're casting out demons out of some young person because they need freedom and they're asking you pray for them and you start praying for them and then the anointing comes and they start getting free from demonic spirits and that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So be ready, be ready. We're it's all hands on deck right now. Yeah. And it's something I I'm actually reminded of a kind of a cool dream I had. Actually, it was around the time that you really so it was around 2021. I had a dream. I need to look at the exact time stamp. It may have been early 2022, but anyways, and, um, I was at some event and this young girl came up to me. She was probably 13 and she came up to me and she goes, Hey, come here. My friends and I have a prophetic word for you. I'm a psychic. And here's the thing you would hear that and go, Oh, but in the dream, I had a knowing that And I was like moved with compassion and kind of like amused by it because I knew what she meant. I could tell she was a new believer and that Mm -hmm. God had just like poured his spirit on her and she was Mm -hmm. operating in this prophetic gifting. So I very lovingly with a smile on my face said, you're, you're prophetic. You're not a a psychic. And she's like, oh yeah, right. And then her friends were like, oh yeah, she just became a Christian. But I knew all this as I was talking. And what was crazy is that in the dream, they were prophesying over me prophecies that a couple of probably like the following week in two weeks, I actually got those prophetic words from people. It was a wild, wild dream. But I, I knew that there was a layer of it where it was like, that's what God is doing within young people right now is, is that. And I think we're going to be seeing some really cool stuff, but also my role, even within that dream was to shepherd this person and reorient them slightly so that they were, headed in the right direction. Um, it's an exciting thing though. Like, you know, it's not, it's not like you were saying, it's not this whole thing of like step aside this generation or step aside that generation. Mm -hmm. It's time for the stuff for the youngins, you know, it's not about that at all at all. So that's right. It's amazing. Um, yeah, and I go into depth of more of this youth word and what 222 means. There's actually a lot more to it and I break it down, but we can't do that in a, you know, a short interview because there's a lot behind the meaning of 222 and more prophetic significance with that. And I break it down in my book mm-hmm. um, and I preach the, the gospel in my book. So yeah, the dark horse youth, it's called awaken the dark horse youth and you guys have it in the link. And um, it is very important to read because I think when you read, these are just some of the dreams we discussed. There are other dreams in the book. So we just highlighted some of them, but there's other things and there's other words and other prophecies 
um, that are in there. And it is based in the word of God. Like it is full of the word. It is full of, uh, you know, the gospel of Jesus Christ. All of my books are full of the word. They can seem only prophetic, but they are full of meat for mm-hmm. sure. And it's not just let's, let's read about the youth. There's an activation for your spirit in there for, for who you are and charging you to come forward to the front and encouraging you that you can do it and that you can carry it. And now is your time. And it's an encouragement to everyone. So it's not for the awaken the dark horse youth is not a book for youth, even though they can read it. It's a book to everyone because it's about who they are and how God's called them forward and where we're at right now in this decade. Mm. So I believe we're in the decade of the youth harvest. I really do. And this is also the decade of deliverance and we can see how those two go together so powerfully because our youth are so oppressed. They are so trapped with all the things that they're going through and they need deliverance. They need freedom. So God's been preparing us guys for such a time as this and you're yielding to him and it's time. Yeah. So there's, there's no more waiting. We're here. Yeah. And something that I, I'm I'm just going to go for it. Um, Something that I really want to kind of talk about really quick, um, and it happened in your state. Obviously, there was something tragic that happened yesterday um, and in Tennessee. And um, guys, I, I really want to caution you. I've been seeing a lot of comments about pointing out the fact that this individual is trans and making it about that. And ha, see, trans people are unstable. And I've seen some horrible pictures of people posting the picture of the dead person on their social Mm. media. And it's just like, my heart is so grieved you guys, because that is not the approach we should be having. This is a young person who so desperately needed Jesus, a touch from Jesus. And that's what this is about. It's not about trying to prove it to the other side. This is sad. You guys, this isn't about trying to prove our point. God's desire is was for that individual to come to him and to see, to receive freedom and that's this is exactly a this is a window into what's happening in the hearts and minds of youth right now and we so and obviously God is raising up so many godly youth that are passionate for the Lord but there are so many who are broken and hurting and so I really want to encourage you guys to to check your heart and I'm not reprimanding anybody on here I don't know anybody on here who's done that but just be mindful of that, that we need to be different. We need yeah. to be different. And Jen, I don't know if there's anything you want to say towards it. but Amen. I mean, the enemy is targeting the young people. I mean, we've seen that. So it's not just, this is not just about one person. We wrestle against, you know, the spirits, the principalities, the, the spirits of the air. We, we're not wrestling against the flesh and blood. So this person was demonically oppressed. And those demons were agitated. They're angry and they want to take out the young people. Mm-hmm. Um, the enemy wants to destroy anything he can destroy. This is why he comes. He comes to destroy. He comes to steal. He comes to kill. And um, the thing is, is the Holy Spirit has come as well. And he is the deliverer. And unfortunately, Jesus did tell us that we would not escape the trials and tribulations. And I know we want to pray everything away, but the reality is, is that we might walk through these kinds of things. We might lose people unexpectedly. Probably many of you have. I've lost people unexpectedly. Life is hard. We walk through these things. And the Lord said, when you're going through the floods, I'll be with you. And when you're going through the fire, I'll be with you. And, you know, my dream was about the flood and fire and the youth are going through the floods and the fire right now. And 
I do have a lot of brokenheartedness for them, for the families, but for the entire generation, because, you know, those of us that grew up in, in my generation, you know, I'm 44 years old. And those of us that grew up the way we grew up, there wasn't all of this. I mean, we had some things, but it wasn't like today. It wasn't the darkness. It wasn't the onslaught of social media abuse and bullying and the, the, confusion, you know, and the gender identity and all the other things like we, that was not even talked about. It wasn't even discussed. Life was pretty normal for most of Mm -hmm. us, you know? So the kids that are growing up right now are traumatized because their spirit knows this is not how things should be. And it's causing confusion because they know life should be peaceful. It should be full of love. It should be full of joy. And these innocent young kids have to grow up into this. And so I would love all of us to just really come into agreement and hold up this generation in a way like we never have before and save the children. Mm. We have to save them through prayer. Yes. We have to ask the Lord to help us and, and to come be with them through the flood and the fire. You know, he won't leave us and he comes to comfort and be with us and walk through every trial. He walks through every tribulation with us. And so he said to us, he that endures to the end shall be saved. And he that overcomes will be given a crown of life. And I thank God that right now he's holding those little babies, you know, and he has healed them everywhere mm-hmm. they hurt. And yeah. I do, I do know that there is grief attached to this for the families. And it's those questions of why God did you allow this to happen? And God never promised us that he was going to protect us from everything. And I think this is one of the best teachings that could relieve your soul from blaming yourself or blaming God or blaming other people, you know, the enemy is evil and he will try to come in and steal, kill and destroy anywhere he can. But the good news is, is Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly and that he will come in anywhere. The enemy's tried to steal from you and he will bring abundance. And so for these families that were stolen from this weekend, he's going to bring abundance. He's going to bring in life. He's going to bring in comfort. He's going to bring in love. And it may not make sense, but he's going to heal their hearts and they won't carry grief. And this is what's beautiful about the Lord is he can heal us even though it's hard. Hmm. So I just want to encourage you guys that we might not escape everything, but he's going to hold our hand through it and he's going to heal us anywhere we're traumatized. He can heal you. We see people healed of trauma all the time. Yeah, you do. I just took a young girl through deliverance, Jeff. This this last weekend, we were in Minneapolis for two days at a boot camp, and I'm watching God touch the kids. So I want to bring hope in on the other side of this, even though there is deep darkness all over the earth, especially on this generation. God wants us to know his light is arising and he is shining and he will come to anyone that calls upon him. And this little girl was so oppressed. She was so, so, I mean, I could see the trauma. I could see the depression. I could see the, her spirit was so broken. There was no emotion. She was just standing there like stone cold statue. You know, I put my hand on her and I just said, Holy spirit, touch this baby, touch this baby girl. And she's maybe 11, maybe 12. I don't know exactly how old she was. So Somewhere really young. Early. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I waited with the Holy spirit cause I could feel his heart for her that she needed freedom. And I knew that there was demonic spirits oppressing her. And as I kept praying and kept praying, she slowly began to open her heart in tears. Just a little bit, no movement on the face, no sniffles, nothing, just a little tear. So I started to go down the face. 
As I continued to pray, she finally allowed herself. It took a few minutes to just go into the arms of the Lord and let him heal where she's broken. And then she began to be delivered of demonic spirits. Wow. Her body fell back on the floor and she was, she was just started to cough up all these things. I don't know what they were. I didn't know to need, I didn't need their names. I didn't need to talk to them. I just said, come out of her, all of the darkness, all of the heaviness, all of the demonic oppression come out of her. And I just had my hand on her and she was getting free. And I saw her the next day and she was smiling. She was completely <laughs> changed. And I knew, I said, how do you feel? She said, I feel so good. <laughs> so that's so great. There's an anointing for our young people. Yeah, right? absolutely. The Holy spirit has come. He's ready. He's ready to heal everywhere we hurt. Mm. And we just have to open up and let him. Yeah. Come on. All right. Well, yeah. Jen, I would love for you to pray for people. Amen. You cool with that? I am so yeah. cool with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amen. Father, thank you so much for this time. I feel your heart, Lord. I know you're close to all of us right now. You're right here. You're sitting with each one of us. Everyone right now, the Lord is just right there with you. He is just holding you. His presence is on you. He is coming right now where you need him to touch your life. I ask the Holy Spirit to just come and fill you from your head all the way down to your feet. He would touch your heart, that he would touch your mind, that he would touch your body. And wherever you're broken, wherever you're hurting, that the Holy Spirit would just come into those places right now and just heal those places with his love. Because he loves you. He doesn't want you broken. He doesn't want you hurting. He doesn't want you sick. And he sent Jesus Christ for that very reason that he didn't want us to hurt anymore. He sent Jesus Christ to heal you and make you whole. So I speak the blood of Jesus Christ over you right now and the power of the blood to break the power of every demonic spirit. The enemy came to steal, kill and destroy, but I have come that you might have life and life more abundantly. Jesus said that to us in John 10, 10, and he's bringing that abundant life right now in Jesus name. Every stronghold of the enemy, father, I break it in the name of Jesus Christ. I take authority over it right now where you've been sick and bound and broken. I break the chains of the enemy and I break the curses of the enemy. I break the generational curses of the enemy right now. I cut it at the root and I detach those curses from your life. I command the curses to lift every curse of infirmity, every curse of sickness, every curse of doubt and unbelief and worry and fear, every curse of witchcraft, every curse of anxiety, every curse of panic, Every generational curse of abuse, everything that's come through Freemasonry or uh, satanic ritual abuse or uh, abuse or sexual abuse or uh, molestation, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, all of these things that hurt us and every place where your soul had to endure things that hurt and wounded you. The Holy Spirit wants you to know he can heal that. He can heal the trauma that you've carried your whole life. He can set you free. He can come in right now. And I just pray that right now that the love of the Holy Spirit would come in you and that he would change your, your heart and your mind and your body. And that everywhere your, your whole body experienced trauma, that trauma would leave your body right now. The anointing is coming on you right now and trauma is leaving out of your mind where the memories have continued to traumatize you. The Holy Spirit's coming in. He's detaching the trauma from your mind right now. And to just speak to your body right now, everywhere 
trauma has been stored in the body. I command it to come out of the bodies right now in every place where it's been hidden, in every place where it's been pushed down, in every place where it's been pressed down so that you didn't have to deal with it anymore. I just command that trauma to come to the surface. If you're willing and if you want to be free, if you'll open up your heart right now, that trauma will start to come to the surface and you'll begin to cry. You'll begin to 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 release things. It might sound like deep pain. It might sound like wells. You might feel like screaming right now. And that's okay because I want to let you know something. The Holy Spirit says you have permission that you were hurt. You have permission to be upset about it, to have to have wounds, to have deep pain in you, to have deep cries that were pushed down and you were told, be quiet, get over it. You'll be fine. I want you to know something. The Holy Spirit gives you your voice back and he wants to hear your voice where you were hurt, where you were abandoned, where you were oppressed. He gives you permission to cry with him, to weep with him, to scream with him, whatever you need to do. You let that pain leave right now. If there's anger that's been oppressed down in you, you need to give that voice back to that little child in you that was upset. And it's okay to let the Holy Spirit just pull that anger out of you. And you might feel like screaming at the top of your lungs. And I want you to know that the Holy Spirit sets people free that way. And he'll set you free that way right now. So just release it right now. Holy Spirit, come. Everything that's in them that is pressed down, that is oppressed, everything in them, Lord, that has brought bondage and pain, God, I just commit it to release right now. Just one more minute, guys. Let that trauma come off of you right now in the name of Jesus. All trauma, leave the body. All trauma, leave the brain right now. All oppression, break and go in the name of Jesus. Leave out of the bodies. Lift, 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 lift all the way off, all the way off, all the way off. In the name of Jesus, I command it to come forth. I command it to release. Every demonic spirit that came in through trauma, that came in through open doorways of abuse, we cut you off from these people right now in Jesus' name. I command you to exit their bodies right now. Exit. Exit the bodies right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Leave now. There's an anointing on you. God is touching you and things are leaving and lifting off of you. Just let it go. Let it go right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for everything you're doing right now for just the next minute. For just the next minute, let those things begin to leave and lift. Let it lift off your body. Let it leave. It can come out just while you're breathing. You can breathe out and things will just lift off your body. Oppression will come off your body. No more insomnia in the name of Jesus. I break that curse right now. No more restlessness. No more sleeplessness. No more. No more addiction. In the name of Jesus, we break that right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, release your presence right now. As you're getting delivered and things are happening, we want you to start telling us in the chat. We want you to tell us what is coming off your body. We want you to tell us how God is delivering you right now. We want you to just tell us like right now, I I, I started yawning. I started screaming. I started crying. I started shaking because shaking is a sign of trauma leaving the body and that's okay. And whatever is happening, just begin to tell us in the comments, like God is delivering me. You can, if you don't want to say what's happening, say God is delivering me. I felt something leave. I felt something lift off of me. You need to check for pain. Pain has lifted your off of your body. Their physical healings have happened and God has taken that pain from you or that condition. So you need to just go ahead and start checking your body right now and tell us in the chat where that pain is gone. Tell us what is happening. I'm seeing people begin to comment right now. And Holy Spirit, as these people are testifying right now, they're shaking. Uh, uh, Renee's burning up just as his ears popped open. Nathan feels peaceful and rest. Keep testifying, guys. Keep testifying. Bring in those comments. 
testify what the Lord has done. As soon as the prayer began, Dana began to cry hard and loud, which is not uh-huh. normal for her. That's the anointing. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what the anointing does. He comes in and he, the love just fills us up so full that everything that's not of love just gets pushed out and comes to the surface. And that is so beautiful. And as you're, come on guys, keep testifying what's happening right now. And as you guys are testifying, the Holy Spirit is filling you with love. Oh, I feel that. I feel the transition right now. There is a baptism of love. As you guys are testifying, you're going to begin to feel the joy of the Lord. You're going to begin to feel the peace of the Lord and the love of the Lord come in and feel where that trauma was hiding, where those demonic spirits were hiding. The Holy Spirit's coming now and he's feeling that from head mm. to toe. Be filled with the love of God in Jesus name. Amen. It's happening. So just breathing in. Justice is laughing and Jeff, jump in whenever you want. I'm just reading the comments. Yeah, I know. Uh, Lallison, Lallison, yawning, moving her shoulders and neck, but still feels some pain. But God is starting to release it. Aaron feels lighter. Amen. Go ahead, Jeff. Hmm. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> this is good. I like it. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> you feel the Holy Spirit. You're like, I'm going to have a minute here. Yeah. No, it was like when you started praying, it was immediately just like, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I probably too. should have stood up. I am heavy. standing today and not sitting in a chair. And I, yeah. <laughs> amen deanne says non-stop yawning nathan's getting visions come on jack says my stomach is stirring up you feeling the fire of the holy ghost amen keep testifying guys if you have uh, a physical healing even on the replay you know the anointing is not just right. for live stream yeah, on true. the replay if god's probably touching you you probably just got set free or delivered mm-hmm. please feel free to testify according to how you desire but we would love to hear some form of feedback if the lord touched you just put in god touched me or mm, god delivered yeah. me or i feel the holy spirit whatever you want to put put fire emojis like renee's doing and just whatever mm-hmm. you want to put and tell us that god's touching you yeah brianna Amen. says i feel heat on my brain and heart there we go come on I renewed Amen. mind and heart. Hey, Brianna. Amen. That is so beautiful. Look at this. Hot hands, tingling lips. Yeah, I've had tingling lips You better lips preach, before. Hannah. You better preach. Amen. Feel the Holy Spirit. Come on. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's going to keep coming in. I mean, just keep it rolling, guys. Even while we're um, closing up here, you know, just keep it rolling. and Yeah. I'm excited to see yeah. all the comments. I go back in and, and read the comments too. Like uh-huh. on your replays, I'll go yeah. in and just look and see how people are. T- Shoulder pain gone. Look, it's still happening. Woo! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> God is so good. My Jeff, knee feels better. So Storm warning mom. Oh. Praise God. Oh, look at this. Amen. A better knee. Better knees. Oh, still happening. Heating up. Fire all over. Ooh. Yeah. Awesome. Amen. All right. Well, while people are still, um, while people are still testifying, that's the word I'm trying to say. Amen. Um, you've got a book, you've got books, you've got events coming up, all that good yes. stuff. Let the people yes. know. Yes. Go to contagiouslove.org guys right there. And you can come to any of the things we're doing. We do revival services. We do deliverance schools where we train and equip in deliverance ministry and how to walk someone through trauma healing. And that is some new material we just added. It's all free. You just have to register. We'll be with Renee who's on here testifying because she's so fired up. 
tomorrow and our school starts Thursday and goes to Saturday in Minnesota. We have maybe 10 seats left. We have almost 450 people registered. <laughs> so if you want to come, there is a little bit of room, but just go to contagiouslove.org. There's other deliverance schools. Just click on deliverance schools or contagiouslove.org forward slash deliverance school. And you can find all the deliverance schools. Other than that, click events. And you can just come to any of the revival nights where we just fire the Holy Ghost, pray for people, whatever he wants to do. And it's so beautiful. We love it. God is just moving powerfully. And the places we go, Jeff, I don't know if I've ever told you this. We get um, testimonies from the pastors at the places we go in from the pastor mm -hmm. that says, we've entered a new realm since you guys have been here and deliverance is still happening. And wow, literally their next service. They were casting demons out through the evening Wow! <laughs> the next week. And I said, oh, my goodness, I don't know what's happening, but this is amazing. And if it's really contagious, like the Lord says, contagious love. He named us contagious love through the mouth of James Gall. He prophesied it. And I was like, Lord, there is something to this. And it's this is really spreading. Like everywhere yeah. we've gone, there's been a deposit, you know. And there's yeah. been the people there now are moving in deliverance and trauma healing. So it's amazing. Yeah. I'm so honored. That is just, yeah, that's really cool. Just the And then you also the meet Lord's some amazing. Elijah fire people at some of these events. Yeah. You guys are everywhere. Yeah. that's, that's <laughs> Elijah fire people are yeah. everywhere. We have seen you, I think at every place that we've been. So cool. So way to represent to all of you. Way, way to represent peeps. Man, they do. Yeah, they come from every state too, Jeff. They'll drive from six hours away, ten hours away, to come to these things. It's incredible. Mm. So you guys cool. are hungry, and we love it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And they usually are the first ones that get like huge, like fireballs from the Holy Ghost. You know, like because mm -hmm. they're Elijah fire. Yeah, they have a little fire. extra, little extra something. <laughs> yeah, bonus. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome yeah so cool Amen. well jennifer thank you so much um everybody links are in the description to all of her all of her things website all the things books yes. social media get the book read yeah. all about it that's right well thank you so much this was great man yeah i feel it still like it's <laughs> <laughs> great amen thank yeah. you go linger Whatever you guys want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Some of, the, some of the people, you know, the Holy Spirit is probably on them really strong. So I would recommend putting on some worship and letting the Lord uh -huh. continue what yeah, he started. Don't, you don't know? stop if you got time or you can even set some time later if you yeah. have to go now. Yeah. Um, when the anointing's on you like that, yield, guys. Yield. Well, like it could be two hours of deliverance for you right now yeah. in your living room. But that's what that's the that's where we're at right now. Is like, yeah. I mean, uh just God is positioning the body of Christ right now, but it, you know, it's like that deliverance is happening. I'm seeing it all over the place. Like my wife and mm -hmm. I even just walked through something recently, you know? So it's, it, it's something that like we shouldn't be ashamed of right. and should just allow God to do what he's going to do, not go, okay, I've got it. I'm standing on what God is doing, but like allow him to prepare you, allow him to get you ready for whatever it is you're going to move into. Yeah. If you there's know? an anointing on you, that can be impartation, like Jeff's talking about. You're getting impartation right now. God's giving, like, this is not, this is not, like, this is serious, you know. Like, the kingdom of heaven has come upon you, the deliverance. Yep. If you just got delivered, the, the Lord will put that deliverance anointing on you to walk other people through deliverance. So, don't limit the Lord. 
there could be impartation. There could be depositing right now. Just stay under that presence. Just yes. breathe it in. Just say, yes, Lord, you know, and just sit under that weighty presence of the Lord until you feel, you know, a place of peace or a release to get up and make dinner or whatever it is you need to do. But, you know, like sit for a minute until you feel like, okay, yeah, if there's something heavy on you, that's a deposit. That's an impartation mm. from the Holy Spirit. So just let let him finish the work that he started in you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, there we go. Great advice. So good. All, all right. Your advice, Jeff. That was yeah. your advice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm piggybacking. Yes, that's true. Good job. Yay. <laughs> all right, everybody. That is our show. Um, tomorrow so we're starting in a half an hour later so that we can accommodate our guests being able to come on. So it's evangelist Joshua Zakoff. So he's going to be back um, at 2.30 Pacific time. 5 30 eastern time i got it half an hour difference that's not hard math for some reason it was hard um so everybody tune in then also ledgefire.com donate is how you donate it keeps us all free at five days a week so we can keep bringing on the jennifer martins and the monday martins and the joshua zekoffs and the jesse hey. greens and everyone else so god bless you guys and we will see you tomorrow at 2 30 pacific time 5 30 eastern time with joshua zekoff okay bye this has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.